0: hi everyone welcome back to another episode of BossCast podcast the exclusive podcast of saint pete girl boss um we are the largest fastest growing sexiest networking group in the tampa bay area and today i'm super excited because we will be listening to the wisdom and the stories of sandy sembler very excited She is a internationally recognized embodiment coach, and she is a heart-led mentor specifically through her business, which is Sacred She. It is a space to gain awareness as a powerful and growth-oriented feminine woman who craves a deep connection with others shares her desires of living a joy filled life where she attracts abundance and fully embodies the relationships she always desired through accessing their feminine and masculine energies and learning to feel to heal. So Sandy, welcome. Thank you so much for hopping on with me. It is so great to see you. It's so good to see you. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited for our conversation today. I know we were chatting a little bit before we started recording. Um, and I'm just excited to get in deeper with you because really that's just the point of this podcast is that we're all entrepreneurs. We all, our work is our life generally, but these deeper conversations are really where shit happens, all the things. So yeah. I, I'm excited. Um, so before we hop into the questions and stuff, tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about your journey, how sacred she came to be. Tell the audience all about you.
1: Awesome, thank you. Well, first off, I want to step in and say congratulations on all the success. I I came into this group um really shortly after you guys got started and Mm -hmm. it really is beautiful to see what's happened and so I think it's really important with the work I do I see so many women yes who learn to celebrate other women so I don't think I would be be doing uh my business justice if I didn't actually do practice what I preach it really is amazing to see so many women really really supporting each other Thank thank you authentically supporting each other. Yes. I want to give kudos to all of you for um you know for what you what you've curated and continuing to curate. Thank you so much. Yeah. So thank you for that question. I love, I love, love, love talking about the love story. Like what's your love story? And Mm -hmm. um, not just somebody's like their their intimate partner but their love story in business because everything is relationship, right? As we know, especially in uh, the entrepreneurship world. I think that what I see is most people will will succeed when they really see the world through the eyes of, you know, who can I light up today? Um, I don't care what business that you're in quite frankly. Uh, But Sacred She was born from my own healing journey. And, you know, it, uh, it started off really, really um, from a painful space, not even realizing that I would be in a space where I would be working with women so closely, you know, teaching them and showing them how to basically alchemize their pain into purpose, how to Mm -hmm. actually you know, take their bottom line and actually 10X that with, with more grace and ease and more flow. You know, I was raised by entrepreneurs and um, I've been working since I was 12. And my parents really raised me to hustle. My mom in, in particular raised me, well, one, not to trust men, which can really mess you up out there mm-hmm. in the world, business and not. Um, and so when you're raised in that, that capacity, um, what I find to be true, at least it was for me, is that um, always looking over our shoulder of when's the other shoe going to drop or or may I trust them? And so when you live mm-hmm. your life in that space. So, you know, what I did is I um, decided to, after, I had an intervention with Tony Robbins in 2014 mm-hmm. after I was in yet another relationship that was, you know, wasn't a great one. I was very, Taylor, I was so successful in every business I have. I've had many, many businesses and sold them or I still have them and very diversified. And but the where I and the wheel of life that I was not succeeding was in my personal relationships. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand. And so um, I had left in a, an abusive marriage And I, um, you know, did everything right. I was dating for two years. Um, I was in therapy. I was in Bible study. I was leading Bible study, started another business. And as soon as I started dating again, ended up in that relationship and uh, a relationship that was very much like the one from my past, Mm. like same song, different record. And I don't like to go into the story around it, but I do, this is my point in saying this, is that everything that happens to us can can be alchemized into something purposeful, even the most horrid moments. And even though that was extremely um, embarrassing and hurtful, I didn't understand. It actually made me question my relationship with God even, because I didn't understand how I could do it right, you know, stay celibate, do all the things, and then here I am again. Um, And my son was, was relatively young then as well. And my whole thing is I wanted him to see his mom and be in a relationship, his mom in a relationship that was so healthy. Um, But the good news is, is that I have a very, very dear friend uh, who's no longer with us, but I think she's just my, my angel and sacred. She actually was born honestly through her loving care, Um, you know, shortly after she passed actually, yes, super sweet. Um, But she kicked my butt. I mean, she's like Sandy. (laughs) she's from Australia. It's like, this is not who you are. You know, Sandy, you, you must be in a space where you can basically get your, get your tush cooked and, and, and kicked. So you can actually see these are patterns. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I counseling is great and I'll never, ever, ever tell someone not to go to counseling, but there comes a point when we're you know talking about our situations that we have to actually then do something about it and learn some different skills. Mm-hmm. And so I never heard about Patterns or the nervous system or any of the things that are so kitschy now. Instagram wasn't even around back then. Right. And so um, I got in front of Tony Robbins, as I mentioned, and um, I had a four hour intervention. with him and with Mm -hmm. my partner at the time. And basically we broke up right there in Fiji. Um, And it was, we came home and it was sobering. It was, it could have been very embarrassing. It was one of the lowest points I've got to say of of probably my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was the most profound because I am a seeker. I love to grow. Growth is one of my uh, top human needs, that in contribution. And so I sought out teachers around the world and Mm -hmm. I wanted, I figured if I was a woman of of my stature, my caliber, my brains, and I'm doing this, I started looking around and I started looking at all these women, because what Tony basically told me is, you're like a long haired dude, you're very, I can tell you're very successful. Uh, yes. basically had a straight, he's like, you have a strap on. You know, if y'all know Tony, like you have a strap on. I'm like, strap on. He goes, yeah, you are, you're a woman who who has been raised in an environment where you can't trust men. And so you're calling in men that ultimately you won't be able to trust because our mm-hmm. brains made to make us safe, not happy. And so, you know, that was kind of where Tony left it. And then it was up to me then to, you know, go out and seek the teaching because Tony doesn't teach this work. Yeah. And I realized the more that I dug into it is that, I started looking around at my friends and 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 networking groups, and you know I'm you know I know we're not on, on screen right now, but I'm like, I can literally see all these faces of women who were successful in business, but not necessarily in life. It doesn't mean they didn't have a great marriage, or they didn't have a partner, or they didn't have children. But there's like an itch that needs to be scratched. Yes, and um, an underlying you know um, undercurrent of dissatisfaction and i uh, i've always been like this feminist who really really uh didn't like men which i find that a lot of women who are feminists don't like men quite frankly right and so for me i was like how can i actually bring in this work of the masculine and the feminine which is my specialty yes. and how can i actually bring that in and so we can harmonize them not mm-hmm. balance i don't think anything's ever really balanced i think actually there's more of harmonization if we're truly in the feminine space and so Anyway, it was, uh, it was profound because I, as I learned about the nervous system, I learned about patterns. I realized that we literally can call these issues in over and over again, because it's our homeostasis until it's not, and anything can be changed. And so the embodiment part of our work is, um, is not just dance, although dance is definitely there. And if you were at, at the, oh, you were at our event at the beach. So mm-hmm. movement, but dance, but embodiment can literally mean, um, embodying joy. So what would bring in more joy? Uh, for me at where I'm sitting right now in my den, um, I make sure, cause I'm, I, when I'm teaching in a masculine space, of course, mm-hmm. it, I don't really look that way. However, you know, I'm moving, I'm moving my body, but I always have something like nice and squishy around me, something that feels really good. So it actually can help me stay in my body. And so I just, it, the more I started talking about this, um, and sharing it and I, I, i so many certifications i could wallpaper this room with it um -hmm. and one of one of the work i did was actually studying in 100 men for a year and Mm -hmm. the same men for a year and every month we had a thesis and they were so gracious and wonderful and um 100 100 men asked them this question what do you think about a strong woman a strong successful woman and 99 of the men said and by the way this also works with you know same, same sex relationships as mm-hmm. well. What I'm talking about. Whoever's the more feminine being I'm speaking mm-hmm. to right now. So was this 99 of them said that they loved a strong woman who was voluntarily vulnerable, a woman who could take care of herself, but then she had enough sovereignty. She knew who she was that she trusted herself to be able to surrender into his or her leadership, whoever's more masculine, right? And I was like, whoa, because here I was a woman raised to not trust men. My my dad left when I was young and forced us, me into the work workplace in a paper route and things like that. And um, that blew my mind. And so what I started seeing is I started studying women and realizing how bitter women were, not just at men, but quite frankly, that's why I, I love this group so much is they're jealous of women which is you know a sister wound or a mother wound right mm-hmm. so it just blew my mind like, i have to get this work out there i have to so as uh, i've been studying energetics and quantum physics and if you would have told me in high school i'd be teaching about quantum physics I-, I can tell you the guy in front of me that sometimes i would like yeah he would let me he like <laughs> let me like look at his paper they would laugh, but I do believe in energetics and I do not just the masculine and the feminine, but literally, you know, we can speak something into existence. Mm-hmm. And so some of my containers, you know, will actually show women how to go shoulder to shoulder with a man, not Mm -hmm. just their partner, not just their sons and use what we have this feminine, beautiful essence inside of us, our beautiful open heart. If she chooses to open it, Mm because most women I meet, their hearts are already closed. And so I get very excited to kind of get in there and chisel and do what I do. Cause I know that there is a David underneath this stone exterior of all their pain and their trauma. And so, again, I want to say, when I say trauma, I don't necessarily mean trauma with a capital T. It could be mm-hmm. trauma with a little T. And that wasn't really talked about when I was in counseling um, mm-hmm. so much. Even though I was going to counseling several times a week, it, just, it was just more, we were talking. And what I learned about the brain was the brain wants to keep us safe and not happy. So... A situation where is why when we go to you know go to the groups on Tuesday or a Friday we leave feeling so energized because we feel like we've done something in our business, but if you don't actually let your masculine t- put the rubber you know the rubber hits the road then it just feels good. But what happens is there's a circle eight pattern that goes on when we talk about our situation and there's a dopamine push, and then there's a drop, and that's why bartenders can be our best friend. Mm -hmm. women's groups can be our best friends. And so it's just, it's fascinating to see this, you know, come to light. And so, you know, it's interesting because I I love business so much. Um, And one of the reasons why I I also work very deeply with women and their relationship with themselves is because how we do anything is how we do everything. Mm -hmm. And if they don't love the woman in the mirror, um, they're not going to actually, you know, truly be authentically successful. They may be very wealthy and they may have all the clients and all the thing and the big gram and all the followers. But ultimately for me, I want to, I want women to live. I want everybody, by the way, all humans to live fulfilled, fulfilled and satisfied and be of service, you know, to the world and put everything through the filter of is the world better. And Mm -hmm. even do that too, Taylor. I mean, before I commit to anything, I, I go up and ask, you know, creator, is this, is this better for the world? And if it's better for the world, for me to sit down with you for our time together, then great. If I get a no, then it's a no. And that is actually a skill as well that I teach women. Cause most of us don't know our yeses and we don't know our no, because mm-hmm. by the way, that's a masculine practice. Our boundaries are a masculine practice. Our contracts are oh. a masculine practice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that yes and no, because if we were just in our feminine right now, we would be like, what time are we supposed to get together? And, you know, we would just be not grounded. We'd be all in our pleasure. We would, do you hear mm-hmm. the birds? You, oh, Sandy, you know, we were wearing pink and oh, I love those pink headphones. And, and it sounds very air heady. It's not. It means that we're so in the moment. That's the beauty of the feminine. And so when I, I hear women bashing men, it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. If we had more men in leadership who were in touch with their own feminine essence, which is their creativity, which is their art, which is their heart, um, which is their compassion and their empathy, the world would be better. Just like if more women in business would were, would actually have a healthier masculine, not in, in no and Sandy and I've talked about this a lot, you know, the founder of, of this group, you know, I'm not a big fan of the word boss, babe, because it got so misused. Mm-hmm. You guys have taken it and turned it upside down and and Sandy's worked with me and, you know, I, and Jen and such. So, so I know she gets this 100%. There is a way that we can be uber successful and actually not be in a space where we need to go back and grab that strap on that I cut off in Fiji and threw in the water. Right. <laughs> So it, because it, the world needs, so we need more women actually who aren't competitive because the c- competition is a masculine quality. We need more women that aren't gossiping. Gossiping is actually a toxic feminine quality. Mm-hmm. We need to, to celebrate each other, which is actually a, a, a very sacred feminine quality. And when we bring all those to be, then we're in good shape because I actually see more women who probably need my work, honestly, than men needed my husband's work because my husband and I work together. Yeah. Um, because I choose to believe that men are really good men. They just, they don't even know how to be men these days because of what's happened in our society. And so toxic masculinity is um, is such a buzzword now. And I don't even think mm-hmm. people really understand what that is. And I don't just mean with men, but I also mean working with women like we talked about before we went live.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing all that with me because I think it's, Like you honestly answered my first question that I had for you, like like going through the moments that changed you and the moments that turned your own healing into the work that you do every day, which I think is incredible. And that's honestly one of my favorite things about meeting and talking with entrepreneurs is that you take something that you love or you take something that impacted you and you or you take something that's special and sacred to you and you you bottle it up and want to give it to others. And I just think, I think it's so amazing because being an entrepreneur is such an authentic form of like the work that you want to do, the work that you've done with yourself. Like, I just think it's so special. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. And it's, it's, sometimes it's tough to talk through the things that, because sometimes the impactful moments can often be struggles. And so I know sometimes it's, it's hard to move through those things, but It's so important to share them because that's how we connect, you know, with our businesses personally, through our heart, whatever it may be.
1: Totally, and for me, and this is one of the reasons why when we did the workshop at the beach, you know, I for me, it's not hard to talk about my past because I have healed it. Right, mm-hmm. however, when I, but let's face it, we've all met people who sit here, and I'm sure your audience can, we're probably, nodding their head. Someone who's they're addicted to their story, they're addicted to their problem, they're addicted to their problem, be they're addicted to their problem, their business, their partner, because it gives them energy. Everything. Mm. We- purpose and so right and so for me uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to do that particular event is the feminine wants to be seen heard and understood and i find that the women who come and work with me the reason why i use a lot of video is if they can be okay being seen um, by a group of other women, whether they're working with me one-on-one or in one of my containers, then the, their nerve, the, the brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. And so if I put them in an exercise where they're revealing their truth or they're moving their body or they're, I give them a practice of, um, oh, I don't know. It could be, it could be just about I- I- anything like cheering themselves on. Um, what happens is, is that their brain starts going, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And rep- is the mother of skill. So the more that we can do something, then our brain, it becomes normal. So I want to make, you know, Dr. Joe dispens as one of my mentors. And I truly believe that we have to make the unconscious conscious. We, we get to the point where we can actually observe ourselves, observing ourselves, good, bad, or indifferent. It's like we sit back and eat the spiritual popcorn. Like, oh yeah. Oh, whoa. Don't, oh, there she goes again. There she goes again. Don't go <laughs> out oh, there! Or don't take that client, you know. Don't rescue her. She has to be ready, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't take on another client, you know, uh, for free. Or you know, oh there she goes again. There's that mama wound. Yep. you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. eating the popcorn. So there's a way, you know, in time that we can catch ourselves because we can sit there and say we we all know how to build relationships for the most part. However, it's our old patterning, whether it's been passed down generationally, um, or we've learned it, it was spoken to us in the womb, or whatever it is, it's just learned. So the go- the neat thing is, the cool thing is, is that just because mama may have had it, doesn't mean you have to have it. Or yes. if mama didn't have it, doesn't mean you can't get it. Or daddy as well. And so I... um I really, really see that. And I, that's why I see a lot of the women who do work with me, they end up 10 xing their, their, either their own business or if they're in sales, whatever it is, because they're, 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 they become fearless and they also are satiated because their feminine has been seen, heard, and understood. Cause I use this metaphor as if they come to our groups as if it's their lover. And since mm. the brain doesn't know the difference, cause people always show up differently for their lover, maybe not their partner. But if anyone's ever taken a lover, they generally bring on in their lover. They'll show up in their best light, and then the truth comes out. Mm-hmm. So there's a way that I actually tease that apart to um, to shine the light on the shadow, mm-hmm. and then we uh, and then we can alchemize that into something quite beautiful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. That message is so important, and mm-hmm. I I think I love hearing you speak about like again, how you turned your healing journey into something for others. And at the same time, I know that, you know, especially as entrepreneurs and women, human beings in general, we're always working through something as well. Like there's never a point where you're like, "Uh, it's it, that's it. I'm done. Like no more healing. We're good now. Like there's always, it may not be something with a capital T, like you said, it might be a little T, but there's, there's always something we're working through. So I'm curious, I got, I got, I I get, I don't know if you can see them.
1: I I call them God bumps. I literally, my whole body's (laughs) ignited.
0: I love that. Right. Yeah. 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 It It is. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious as like, cause I always love to touch on these things as like a connection piece to our audience and to just other female entrepreneurs. Um, I'm curious if there's anything that you feel like you're currently working through, you're working on, maybe not, you might not be struggling with anything per se, but something that you're like, you're learning at the moment as a female, as an entrepreneur, as a human being. I'm curious if you have something like that you'd like to share with us. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and and I'll back up just a second and tease mm-hmm. this little piece apart. You're right. I mean, it's the feminine, by the way, that this this yearning. And so, hear me out here. There, uh, I teach. There's ten women that live, live in each woman. There's actually twenty. There's a six, ten sacred archetypes that I teach, and not the ones that you probably know out know out there. It's a different way I teach it. And then there's also her shadow side. Mm. And so there's a yearn that we have as, as, as in the feminine, there's a yearn, there's d- a deep desire. There's, there's something that we we're longing for. We want that contract. We want the baby. We want the relationship. We want the house. We want the, we want a networking group of, you know, a million people, whatever it is, that is a feminine desire. Our desires are the feminine, right? It's the way that we actually go and get them. The getting is the masculine, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, and so there's a way, and, it, and if we actually are yearning for it out of jealousy, like I want what she has, or we're stealing people's copy, or whatever it is, that is the toxic feminine. So mm-hmm. it, the, it's still the same, right? It's kind of like Samson and Delilah, or Ruth and Boaz, if you're familiar with them in the Bible. I mean, mm-hmm. Ruth. Got the man by being very sacred she was a very strong woman i use her you know as an example delilah was actually quite weak she was powerful but she was weak she got the man but she had to cut his superpower off she didn't trust her own essence her own energy right so for me it's like i, I always put people through this this civ like including myself so the yearn is there to your point entrepreneurs are very special because they're yearning for more, not just for themselves, but their service. How can I provide even more? And I find, and I know we have lots of women who talk money mindset. I talk about money mindset with my advanced women, but um, but I will say this, and I know you've heard this before. It is the is how many people can we serve? It's not how much money can I make. How many people do I want to serve? Mm-hmm. And as John and I, my husband, you know, we have this uh, this goal of 12 million people are are touched by our work. Uh, that we do, you know, individually, and in, in his men's group, and 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 my women's group, but also is in our couples program, twelve million lives, you know. And so when we think about it like that, the money, the money does doesn't matter. I mean, obviously we have to pay our bills, but you get what I'm saying. So that mm-hmm. yearn, so many women squash that. But, but we need to actually fan that flame mm-hmm. of the earth and actually bring it back in the body, not in the head, but in the body. And so that's where these different as I get to know you, as if I got to know you and where you are in your business, I would give you small practices that I would have you repeat so you could actually start making this uncomfortableness of it really, really normal. And yes. so that's, that's, and I can't help myself. I mean, I've built so many different businesses in network marketing and such, and so People aren't natural salespeople. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not. COVID gave me the gift of realizing I'm actually an introvert. No one really believes that, but I can tell you, I really, 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 you know, don't love to go out and, and actually network. And it's not because I'm I'm shy. It actually drains my energy. So I have to make sure. Um, then I probably should post something about this in your else group too, mm-hmm. is that because some women, you know, don't necessarily love the bigger groups. However, it's helpful to be able to actually be in that and in there and be comfortable you don't have Mm -hmm. to always go there because that's limiting right and so i would never tell somebody to push to push over their edge but there's little baby steps to actually help someone who actually is uncomfortable with the bigger groups in Mm -hmm. a way we can embody something so i just i didn't want to like leave that there because it was so juicy uh, yeah yeah
0: the
1: the urine is our fire Mm -hmm. it's our burn right um so something that I've struggled with for sure, and um, and it comes from a very honest place. I I um, I have lots of clients from like literally around the world, and many of them I actually knew through my my work with Stell and Dot, um, or just wherever mortgage business, what, whatever it is. And um, so I know a lot of the women that I work with, and obviously there's a lot of women that I don't that, that come in my containers, and I really, really just love them all, and I really mean that. Um, so that, that the boundary, the masculine boundary of allowing myself, cause I teach from my own experience. And, um, and so I talk a lot about my personal stuff and it, it and I also, you know, I want their success. I mm-hmm. want them to, you know, get the goal. I want them to have the relationship. I want them to heal their bodies so they, you know, they can, So they shed the old story, they shed the disease or whatever it is holding them back so they can have a baby or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So if they don't step into that, it's, it's, it does, it it used to really, really hurt me. I understand now like human design is of one reason why it hurts me so much uh, because, you know, I want to be liked. And so I had to actually really work on the boundaries around that, you know, It's okay if they're not and and dig deeper. Why did that bother me so much? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that really is that the sister wound is a, is a really big wound. And so it's ironic that I'm actually working with so many women because I, when, when we don't have a great relationship with our mother, it actually affects the relationships with women across the board. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we can overcompensate, overgive, give just enough that we don't have to go deep. I mean, we all have our own flavor of what it looks like, right? Yeah. So uh, those must be healed too, in order to really have a thriving business that you can actually operate with grace and ease Mm -hmm. for your best best good. And
0: that's been interesting too. Yeah. um,
1: Does that, does that make
0: sense? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, like, I, I empathize with that a lot as well, because I think that, that there's I put so much of myself into, into others and that, you know, that yearn to like serve, like you were talking about, I definitely have that. Like I, I very much have that bone in my body, that, that feeling that's like, I just want, I want to help others. I want to guide others. I want to see what I can do for others. And so I empathize with that a lot because they're, because of the empathy towards others so often with so many different people, it can definitely take a toll on you where, you and sometimes you don't even realize it's happening or that the thing is getting heavier and heavier that you're holding. It's just, you know, until until obviously burnout. And you're there and you're like, what have I been holding? How long have I been holding this? Like, this is crazy. Um, And then you finally get back to yourself where you're like, okay, I need to take care of myself before I can take care of others. Yeah. Um, And sometimes it happens the hard way. Sometimes, you know, you do the work and you can see it sooner. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just, I wanted to, to say that I empathize with that. Cause I definitely, I understand.
1: I'll give you a, a may I, may I offer you a coaching moment? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, so first off, um, yeah, 100%. And the thing is, is that I, I, I learned it's never, it's never our feelings that are wrong. It's the thoughts behind the feelings mm-hmm. that mess us up. So, if we can choose to have a better feeling thought, we can actually shift the way we see things. To your point, though, I know for me, even when I go online, um, I actually zip my energy up. I put myself in this bubble and then I cut cords. I mean, I hope that everybody goes to the meeting on Fridays, for example, they're like cutting, they're setting everybody free because, you know, we don't even mean to actually pick up other people's energy. And it, it whether you are energetic like I am, and, you know, I, I use intuitive healing with some of my clients as well, or you honestly, anybody, they the energy's real. And so that better feeling thought helps us there. And so the part about giving, I had to really go deep, Taylor, in the space of why am I giving to the point of exhaustion? And it that and so I had to go deep into that space because mm-hmm. and then why am I getting hurt if someone's not reciprocating? It's not that I was giving to get. And yet I was giving to get. And so when I'm when my energy's leaky, if I'm not resourced, if I haven't moved my body for I always say 10 minutes a day, if I'm, as you know, I'm my specialty is making art out of our emotions. I mean, mm-hmm. jealous, open hearted jealousy is one of the most beautiful emotions to actually show a partner, um, not just a partner like your intimate partner. But that's why I, I can't wait to get my hands again on the four of you, you know, who are leading this group, because there's things that come up. Right. So. Yeah. It's just, it's that feeling of why, why am I doing this? And Mm -hmm. and what's my motivation here? It may look like she, not necessarily you, but she, I'm being so sweet and giving, but is it actually, you know, salving a wound? And, um, and a lot of times it is. And so that's getting very squeaky clean with that is how we can actually, you know, clean up the world around us too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So first of all, thank you for the little coaching moment. I love (laughs) that. Um, And well, speaking of that too, um, we're, we have a few minutes left. So I want to make sure to give you a moment because speaking of, you know, our coaching moment, I want you, I want to give you a moment to tell people like where they can find you, how they can work with you. um, You know, is it website, Instagram, whatever that is, but I just want to give you the space to share how people can reach you and work with you.
1: Perfect. You guys, y'all do show notes too, right? There'll be some things in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll link everything
1: in the show notes. So perfect. Perfect. So I, I have a couple of new things since we last gave that to you. So yeah, so definitely the show notes, but essentially, you know, for me, I, uh, I'm in partnership now I've been with my husband now for four years and, um, he's a really great man. And I healed all those patterns that had me draw in men that were emotionally unavailable. And I will tell you, that's why women will work with me for a while because just because you're in the relationship with your partner, with your business, you might be now making lots of money, for example, or your business is, you know, 10 xing, but you still don't feel satisfied. You're still Mm -hmm. hustling or you're in that relationship, but you still don't trust it. It's because, you know, our nervous system needs to, needs to alchemize to that. And that's why I say the last 5% of healing is going to come in the space in the business that last 5% will heal in the business the last 5% will heal in the relationship and so um i called in a man that would be my muse you know most of the time people think about like the like the woman will be the muse no i wanted to be with a man and it was a must that he had to be okay with us actually talking about teaching from the relationship right mm-hmm. so um, so with that said, so the best way to reach me is I, I, obviously my website, sandysembler.com. But I have a quiz that actually for anybody listening, you know, is really great to help you start putting your toe in the water. And it's sandysembler.com quiz. I have, uh, I also have a, you know, a free networking group uh, for women who are interested in this type of work about the masculine, and the feminine, about relationships um, with their kids, even um, with people, with people that they work with or work for or um and that's in facebook as well That's the sacred mm-hmm. she society and there's a link for that too and um really just it's and, and i have six month containers for my sisterhood and i have one-on-one mentorship and other other things along the way there's self-study that are really beautiful and i'd love yeah. to i'd love to be able to you know offer a discount you know to to our group for any of the listeners so i'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well for anyone who wants to have a conversation around um you know doing some deeper work with me um I do, I, I do work with Zoom, you know, obviously if people work away from me, but I do um, private intensives. I'll, I'll go into people's businesses. Uh, mm-hmm. John and I will have people fly in to see us. And as you know, I, I, I'll do workshops and such here locally, but also um, we've done workshops all, all over. So not just here, but all, all around. But my goal is, is that I really want to expand this work in the Berg um, where we live, because this is where we, this is where we live. And so it's nice to be able to have the live events as well. And what I find is I will completely annihilate somebody's limiting belief that they they can't learn on Zoom. Mm. Um, I love the live networking groups, but I say this, if you are actually a woman who's revealing her heart and you're showing up authentically, you can have a relationship with someone that you never, ever see. And it will be so profound, but it's up to the person behind, you know, in front of the camera to reveal, and also, you know, to, to it, as as if you and I were practicing right now in one of my embodiment practices, I could hold the masculine pole, you could be in the feminine space, and then there's a way that I could hold my body that actually would, after some breath. You would start trusting me more, and then your body would start to move in a way. So there's ways, and so that's why I work a lot with people in corporations to say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know what? You you really we're I mean, we're in Florida, so things are a lot more open than other areas still in the yeah. world." Covid and such, but um, there's a way that we can actually use our energy and our body to light the person up in front of us without ever giving them a real hug. And um, and I see that I have friends that I've never actually even seen live, and it's deeply, deeply connected. So let me just say this too before we go: Whenever Covid was, you know, all high, and I had all you know all my clients who were single, and a lot of women who work with me, but most of them actually aren't necessarily single. Um, women will come to me. They've been married 10, 15, 30 years. And I will say this, John and I since COVID, since March 20th, 2020, which was my birthday, uh, there's been over 400 relationships that come back online.
0: Oh, um, wow.
1: Seven of those were women that were divorced. And, and so they're they're actually back together with their partners. But when women would say, I don't want to date online. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no safer way to, to, to do this work to actually light someone up on the other side And then actually be able to reveal your heart and see if they're like eating with their mouth open, for example, how can you actually sting them back to consciousness? Because the feminine will sting the masculine back to consciousness. The Mm. masculine will blast our hearts wide open. And that's why in a leadership role, to be able to hold both, to be able to scan the room and go, where is love needed right now? And then go, okay, how do I blast her with love? Blasting with love is actually a masculine quality. I love that. Yeah, and that the feminine is actually there to sting us back to consciousness. And that's why if you're in partnership, even in business, you want to have a yin and yang feel to it. And so, uh, yeah, there's so much there to unpack. I mean, obviously you can tell, I love I love what I do. I, can, I,
0: so I love good. it. I feel <laughs> a li- like, well, you're talking about, you know, emotions and things through the screen. Like I can feel like the passion and the energy from through the screen. So I believe you already, you have a (laughs) believer in me. I love that so much. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Um like we both mentioned, everything will be in the show notes so you can chat with Sandy further, um one-on-ones, groups, whatever interests you. And um as for us, you can find us at stpgirlboss.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at stpgirlboss. And just again, thank you Sandy for chatting with me. It was really great like Getting into the deeper stuff. I love, love, love conversations like this. So thank you for talking with me.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. See ya. You too,
0: bye. Bye.